One of my favorite Nesiva Shalom's in Sabakadisha. The Pasik says in Mishle, Musar Hashem Bini Altimas, Val Toichach Betoichachtoi. Musar Hashem, when the Abishta gives you Musar, Altimas, don't get famous, disgusted from it. Val Tokoitz Betoichachtoi. When Hashem gives you Toichach, it hurts a little bit. Don't get like, like upset at him and, and all angry. Why Kies Asher Yehav Hashem Yechiach? Because Hashem chastises those who He loves, and He wants it to be like a father-son relationship, that when a little kid is crying because his tati says, you have to go to bed, but he trusts that he's my father and he means my benefit. And he wants that relationship. He's not trying to hurt you. Says the Musar Hashem Bini Altimus. Musar Hashem, you know? The biggest Musa from Hashem. Hamusa Shaqadish Barhu Aimel Lihudihu Musar Hashem. The Musa that Hashem gives you is Bini. Instead of Musar Hashem Bini, Musar Hashem, my child, that he's giving to his child. He's saying, You know what the Musa is? Bini, my son. Hari Bini Hincha, you're my child. Ben Hamelech, you're the son of a king. Melech Malche Hamlachim. Act like it. That's the greatest Musr. We're not like the Goyim, even though we could be in businesses and we feel like we're like them and they got a boat, so we got to get a boat and they got a Tesla, so we got to get a Tesla and we got a Lexus. So we got, we got, we're competing with the Goyisha world. We're very affected by the Goyisha world and even the Yiddish world. The Musr from Hashem is, Bini, you're my son. Altimus atzmacha bedvar ma'usim. Don't farmius yourself. Don't don't lower your standards. Don't make yourself disgusted by doing things that don't pass. How do you say that in English? They aren't befitting for a ben melech of Hashem. If you're the son of a Godel Adar, you're the son of a B'chaim Kanievsky, you can't act like a regular guy whose father is a regular Balabas. The same action, the same thing. Imagine you, imagine you, the God of Ladar, imagine you see your son, and he goes to a, um, parlor meeting at a barbecue on a cruise for a great, a great staka, and he has a big fat, rolling a big fat cigar, and he's, he has a $300 wine. You're gonna look at him, you're gonna say, wow. What a distance between him and his father. Why? Where's the Avera? No Avera. Big mitzvah, maybe. He's coming. You see him lying on there like this. You know, and you'll say, what a, what a difference between that and Reb Chaim Kanievsky. What a difference between that and the stipler Hazeda. What are you reading this We also are, we're Ben Hashem. What about our Yeridus Hadiris, our distance between Hashem, who has no Shaykhis to Gashmias? He put us in and we need Gashmias, but to be so Magushim in Gashmias? It's Musar Hashem, the greatest Musar is Bini, you're my son. It's not for you. Don't go play in the sandbox. Don't get messed up with, with forgetting who you are and what's important to you, to me, to us. Don't get Stuck in Eilam Hazeh. You know, the Goyim, they don't really believe in Eilam Haba. So this is all they got. 
This is all they got. They got to enjoy it to the max. But we believe that this is a hallway of Prizder, that we're going to be going back home in, in whatever years. And then for eternity, we're going back to our Avais Haktashim, our great grandparents, and, and to Hashem, and, and for eternity. And there, and over there, all of this stuff is, it just drops away. It's meaningless. Just like your body deteriorates, just your neshama goes up with your mitzvahs. The car you drove is really meaningless. Yeah, you need to get a decent car, but it's, it's not eternal. There's no etern, I don't know if this is a word, eternality. And we're supposed to be eternal. So, the Goyim are playing in the sandbox. This is so important. Whoa, I got this and I got that. And, and fine, don't get stuck in that. We're, we're just passing through. You know the story of the Chavetz Chaim. Somebody asked the Chavetz Chaim, he's a very rich man, and he went to the Chavetz Chaim, God Ladar. You know, you can imagine what that's like. I believe it says that his floor was, it, it was dust. It didn't have like a floor and, and a, a rickety table. And what did he need? By the way, I think it's super cool to not need. Some of the coolest people I've ever met are people that they could afford it and they just don't need it. I mean, it's just, it's just, I look at them like, you're not in, stuck in all of this. It's, it's so cool. It's so cool. One of the richest Jewish men, one of the richest Jewish men, his net worth starts with a B. The big B. Okay? And I saw him driving an old car and he comes out, he's wearing a regular suit, he's wearing an old hat, he's, he's, and he's a very classy person. And I'm like, that is so cool. You're, you're like so rich and you're so above. You don't need the fanciest car. You don't need every week another car. You have nothing to prove to anybody. You have a B. It's like, you don't need a yacht. You know, you don't need to own a yacht. If he wants a yacht, he can rent a yacht. I don't even know if he flies first class. Forget about private jet. But what's wrong? What's wrong? You don't realize that, that, you don't realize, besides for Hashem, the really rich people, not the Goyim, the Jews, it's like, besides what you could do with your money. No, but I give tzedakah. doesn't work like that. But I give a chaymish, I give a chay- Beautiful, you're a tzaddik. You have so much to learn. You have so much to learn. But what am I supposed to do with the money? Ah, uh, different schmooze. Don't get me sucked into it. I'm getting pulled into it. No, it's a different schmooze. I will say one thing. <laughs> you don't know what your grandchildren are going to have. You don't know what your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren are going to have. I've seen people who are very, very wealthy, top, top ten, whose grandchildren or great-grandchildren, their mamas don't have. Put it away, put it away. Yeah, but I need... Put it away. Also, Ayn Hara, do you really need to be... And do you really think everybody cares? When you go to the to somebody else who makes the most incredible wedding, they rent like a, I don't know, an auditorium, they rent a Javits Center, and they make a thing, what do you leave saying? What do you leave saying? Wow. You're so impressed, really? So you're impressed for five minutes. I've seen really rich people make such like weddings that are like like regular, you know? And to give their children the extra half a million dollars as, as, as for, to, buy, to buy a house or to invest, to, to have less pressure or something. There, there's so much more to do with, with the... I've seen people make a, a simple wedding and make 20 other weddings for you, Simon. 
Amanis children, children of Amanis. Yeah. So Hashem, Hashem's biggest muster is, you're my son. Like, what are you playing in this? You're playing in the sandbox with a Goyim? You really, you, you, I gave you a lot of money to do good things with, and you have extra money, and you're really becoming so magushim that you have to have a custom tailored suit. You, there is no, I mean, you can't even go to Emporio. Like, that's not good enough. You can't even go to Saks Fifth Avenue. You have to, and your kids, you, you're training your kids for this. It's the worst chinuch in the world. There's no Avera mentioned here. It's just... So they went to Chavetz Chaim, this guy, and he tells, tells Chavetz Chaim, where's your furniture? So Chavetz Chaim told him, where's your furniture? So he tells him, I'm just traveling. I'm just passing through. Right? There's a song about this. I'm just passing through. What do I need to bring all my furniture? Chavetz Chaim said, I'm also just passing through. We're passing through. Yes, you were blessed. You have money. You're making money. God bless you. First of all, the biggest thing would be as if nobody knows. Nobody has to know. Your children should not know. They should know. 1% life got a little bit easier. You could have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then afterwards tuna fish also. Take your kids and spoil them that they're used to that living which you don't know that they're going to have and that this becomes the standard for them. It's like the worst mean chinuch. It's mean, mean. It's past for a Pashita guy. That's what past behavior. Just like, you know, don't curse. I remember in Home Sweet Home, these kids would curse like a drunken sailor. And I, I, I didn't curse. And there was one of the volunteers, he tried to look cool, so he would curse. And they told me privately, we don't like this guy. Why? He said, you know, he curses, he says inappropriate things. I said, but that's what you do. They said, that's, but that's not what we want to be when we get older. They didn't look up to him. He wasn't a dogma ishi. He wasn't a model that they want to follow to be like him. Why? What did he do wrong? What did he do wrong? He acted like them. And then one kid said, he talks like a truck driver. I'm like, that's the way you talk. <laughs> I didn't say it. They know it's not. They know it's not. So it's on both ways. In the low part, don't be, don't, don't do what they do. Don't get drunk. Don't, don't be a, be a drunk. Don't be a, a, a gambler. Don't curse. Don't be into it. You do have errors, do it quietly. Don't, don't be proud of them. That's in the low part. And I think in the high part also, if you're doing well, say, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Quietly, quietly. Don't be like the Goyim. Don't act like they do, that they have to compete. There's no greater Musr. There's no threat of, of I'm going to hit you. And there's no commandment. Just standing you on your position. Now we want the the Torah, which we which we believe in, to dwell in me, and it can't dwell when you're not behaving for whatever reason. For the, the you're, you're acting like a low life, or you're acting like a high life. It can't dwell in you. It doesn't. It doesn't dwell. It's like a repellent. 